right, welcome back to another episode of Table Talks, where deeper conversations are something highly sought after but rarely explored. And I have with me, as always, my lovely co-host, Alyssa. Hi, pumpkins. All right. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Doesn't this episode come out after Thanksgiving? So, yeah, like... The, oh, the 29th. But it's the end of November. I did say okay. Thanksgiving. You did say Thanksgiving, though. Next episode, my lovelies. We'll okay. have a new nickname. All right, cool, cool. Um... So, do you have any tea for us this week? No, bro. I had a boring, <laughs> mundane week. What about you? Uh, I'm reading a new book. Well, I'm like almost done with it. It's called One Thing. Again, I can't tell you who it's by. I just know the title. Um, it's a pretty good book. It like really helps you kind of focus on like the one thing that you want to really succeed at and how to really niche that down to all be like the big question they ask is what is the one thing that you can do right now that will make everything else easier or irrelevant hmm. and like yeah it really makes you think and be like is everything I'm doing really that relevant like like I, you and I were talking about laundry earlier and I was like yeah no 2022 we're outsourcing for that shit because my time's too valuable and I was like my time is too valuable like I'm gonna outsource for that because I just don't need to be doing it someone else can do it and I can find better things to do with my time and they talk really about having like four hours of deep focused work which is something that like I've been trying to implement on the days I have off from my regular job but I haven't been really successful at it because I feel like sometimes I'm a little squirrel and I'm like yeah next yeah next so like jump from topic to topic but like uh I can usually focus for about a solid two hours on the subject so I try to keep myself focused for at least two hours and then give myself like a 30 minute break and then dive back in for another like two hours worth of work um, yeah I feel like two hours is like the cap like, yeah I get some work done and then I'm just like okay I need a break or like at least I have something like playing in the background yeah so, like, like it. <laughs> yeah I have to like step away well that's one thing they talk about is like how when you implement, there's, like, so many studies done around, like, when you implement other things into your workflow, like music, like TV in the background, or working in a noisy cafe, like, how much that actually drops your productivity for the thing that you're working on. And it's, like, it almost drops your productivity by, like, 60%, hmm. which I thought was insane. That is a lot. It, even, they said, even lo-fi music, like, white noise, like, those sort of things can actually drop your productivity by 60%. And I'm skipping that one. I, it makes it like, doable for me. Yeah. Um, but I just thought it was crazy. And, like, I kind of, like, tested it out this week. I, like, sat in my bed. And I, like, I didn't have any music on or a movie going in the background. And I always usually have at least music. So there's, like, lo-fi or there's, like, binaural beats or, you know, white noise of some sort, some rain, whatever. And I did, like, two hours of nothing. And then... I keep a little log on my computer, this thing called Toggle. So, like, I go in, and whenever I complete a task, I, like, stop it, and I, I write that I've mo- I'm moving on to another task. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got way more things done when there was no music or noise in the background versus when I had music on. And I sat myself in the same spot with the same thing. I had the same drink. I made sure all components were the same, and I got twice as much done. And I was like... Is this real? Did you survive the silence, though? I was fine. I was actually way more focused on what I was doing versus, like, getting distracted by the change of the song that was on. And I was like, oh, I like this song. I should add it to my playlist. So, like, I didn't have that extra added distraction. Okay. I guess I can see that. Yeah. So, I thought it was really interesting. And I, like, kind of did, like, a small test on myself. I was like, all right, two hours is probably the max I'll be able to go without music. And, like... I got to the end of the two hours, like, I set a timer for myself, and I was like, it's already been two hours? I'm like, no way. And then I, like, looked at my backlog on my toggle of, like, all the things i gotten done, and I was like, oh, my God, it really has been two hours. Oh, my God. I got a lot of shit done. I'm like, wow, that feels good. And then, like, I did it a few days later. I didn't do it the next night because I was like, oh, I'm going to be – the next night, I'm like, all right, I'm probably going to feel a little drained after doing two hours of really focused work the night yeah. before. So I gave myself the day off, and then I, I tried it the, the day after, and I was – way less productive by like 50% like I got half the amount of tasks done yeah I I was I was I thought it was bullshit I was like I can debunk this this is easy and to find out like that it was actually true I was like whoa that's that's crazy so just food for thought for anyone out there that is struggling to concentrate or struggling to stay like really focused on tasks try complete silence even if it's something that you don't normally do I feel like a lot of people find it unbearable. Yeah, Like, no one can even sit with themselves, let alone try to do work. But I do get it. I think I will not be implementing that in the slightest. I'm already productive as fuck. I like work and stuff, so... 
I don't think I could get any more productive <laughs> without like, splitting my head in half. Yeah. Um, but I think that's really interesting. I mean, no, I'm getting over the silence. Yeah, and I think the thing for me was like maybe it wasn't it wasn't total silence, but it was like silence in my space. Like my mom had the TV going, and there was somebody working outside. Which when is there not someone working outside of my house? Um, but like silence in my room that wasn't something that I was actively putting on and could understand. Like my mom's stuff, I couldn't like. Yeah, it was very muffled. It was something I couldn't really hear. So I can't remember what show it was. Maybe it was MythBusters, but I do remember them doing like a test with texting Mm. and it was like driving listening and answering questions via headphones and then like i think texting or trying to keep your eyes on the road and like it the productivity and like actual overall accuracy did plummet and i was like whoa wait what they say your brain is not actually meant to multitask that's another chapter that they touch upon is your brain is not meant to multitask which if you put on music your brain is technically multitasking it's switching back and forth drown it out honestly i like you would think but your brain doesn't surprisingly if it's a good song no right and that well and that's the thing is they're saying like you know like lo-fi can be good but it's still it, an added distraction that you don't that your brain yeah. has to work it's, itself out. On it. Yeah, exactly. So I, I thought that, that was super interesting, and they they talk about multitasking and all of that, and um, they're getting into the nitty gritty of like it's okay to be chaotic when you have all of these other things. Like when you're focused on the one thing, you have to be okay living in chaos because everything else will fall to the wayside. And I like was really focusing on like work and like mental health this week, and like all of the things fell apart my room's a disaster the kitchen wasn't clean the bathroom I can't tell you the last time it got cleaned like all those things fell by the wayside and it was like I was reading that chapter last night and I was like looking around my room like wow okay this is really true I'm fine living in chaos but like how fucking true is that like you have to genuinely be okay living in chaos when you're focused on one thing that you'll be successful at yeah which is can be really hard for some people to balance like sitting in chaos that's why you know why do you think you know seven figure people get house cleaners and have cooks and chefs because they want to have their focus and their time and attention on one thing so they hire someone to do the things that they don't want to focus on but they know need to get done and that's just the reality of it makes sense yeah and they they gave cheaper options they were like oh like take your take your laundry to a laundromat like ask ask a parent or a friend to come cook dinner for you and you know send them home with a few meals like ask you know they were like oh do a meal delivery service there's plenty of frozen meal kits that you can throw in the freezer and then you just pop them in the microwave like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of those options that are much more affordable for people that aren't seven figure millionaires you know so yeah i have to ask everybody listening someone invent the wash machine dryer combo that sucks your clothes in from the wash machine to the dryer so i don't have to do my laundry (laughs) And then it's got to go from the dryer to, like, a folding machine. Yeah, so then it's just all done. (laughs) (laughs) That's the worst part about laundry is all of the folding. Yeah. I have no problem putting it in the washing machine, but I don't want to fold it. But I also wish that I could be that chaotic to just throw it in a drawer and then find it eventually like pick through Ooh, and pick one thing i can't do i that. can't do that but my partner does and i i put a system because i can't stand looking at it i <laughs> i bought the cube drawers and just like pretty fabric <laughs> so just stuffs all of the stuff and i'm like how do you find anything at all anything well, and i think there's a big difference between like guys and girls like guys care a lot more so like our girls care a lot more sorry reverse that girls care a lot more so like we want to be able to find that like one sweater like versus like guys are like yeah top t-shirt throw that on pair of jeans socks shoes yeah, go, go like guys are like thing. nope we need to have this pair of shoes with this shirt with that that thing and this like we're a little bit more like we want to look aesthetically pleasing right yeah so that's true for me yeah. and i needed to be visible for me for yeah productive Yep. productivity mm-hmm. um since you actually brought up a book you were reading i actually thought of something while you were talking okay i started a webtoon and i am living for it so far it literally only has three episodes i almost bought the fast pass did you <laughs> just a zoom through <laughs> it's called eternal nocturnal but Ooh. it's instead of eternal like e-t-e-r it's e-a-t-e-r Ooh. so he eats he eats I don't know what yeah I'm assuming it's dreams or nightmares or something but like it's actually really cool and it's so well drawn and oh my gosh this can I just have a moment to appreciate that man's (laughs) 
physique. <laughs> his just just drawing aesthetic. Like Very he has well like done. my like this color hair, and then it turns purple or like a pinky color, and he has his like alter ego because he's like a little. Yeah, you just you just gotta mm. listen to it. I listen to it. You gotta watch it. Oh my gosh, words. You have to read it. Okay. But it's so good. So good. Yeah, because okay. it's about an insomniac who she's like trying Relatable. everything to fall asleep, and like he just happens, I think, to come across her one day, and then like that's how they start, and then they bump into each other like the next day. But she finally got sleep after he visited in um, her dreams, Ooh. but she saw him. <gasps> But she doesn't realize she saw him. Oh. Oh! That's spicy. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for the next episode. <laughs> three <laughs> days. I got three days left. <laughs> You're like, okay, come on, let's go. I'm ready. Please re- please release. Yes, please. I, I might fast pass. Who knows? <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Um, you got any other tea? No, that's it. That's all I got. All right. Let's uh, jump into the meat. All right. So... I think it's going to be, like, end of November by the time this comes out, so I think it's very appropriate to talk about gift ideas. Absolutely. I mean, the holiday season's coming up, and there's plenty of people to buy things for, Yeah, oh my god, so many. Yeah, I mean, I think it can be really tough sometimes trying to come up with a gift. Mm -hmm. Like, especially you don't know the person. I think that's harder for me. Like, you are so easy to buy for because I know you. (laughs) Like, inside and out, I know everything that you like, dislike. (laughs) Like, I'm just, like, at the store, I'm like, oh, Jocelyn like that. Ooh, Jocelyn like that. Oh, wait, oh, wait. (laughs) I started doing that with you when I was like, I really should just start buying things. And then, like, that way I have, like, a running row of things to just give you when the gifts come up. Yeah, we talked about that on the last episode. But, like, I think setting up and shopping 12 months out of the year instead of maybe one or two months mm-hmm. would be really beneficial because you also have other holidays like their birthdays mm-hmm. or i don't even know fourth of july easter yeah. <laughs> easter yeah um so you have like gifts throughout the year that you can just use or um even like gift cards if you want to yeah. pick up gift cards for somebody and then you buy all of that stuff spaced out yeah and you're not spending two months trying to budget for what you could have budgeted for 12. Like, my aunt will pick up little things, but she also will budget money every month regardless of what she spends on, like, extra things. She budgets a certain amount, so when it comes to Christmas time, she has all of the money that she has already planned to spend for the year, and that's that. And that's all she's got to spend. So I think that's super smart and really helpful if that's something that you can viably do or if you're someone who follows a very, like, strategic budget. You could definitely do that. Like, with the envelopes and stuff. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, she puts, like, $20 a month away just every month. And then she's like, by the time I come to Christmas... Whatever twenty times. Yeah, that way because I know some people don't have space for storage, like storage. Yeah, because I know when you if you do the twelve month shopping, usually like I have a little tote in my house that I just like hide and it's covered and I just throw things in there that I might want to give to people. Mm -hmm. And but like that does take up space, especially for buying bigger items. Yeah, especially if you have kids. Like most of the time, the items are bigger. Who's not snooping? Yeah, God, (sighs) they snoop. As if you didn't. I didn't really snoop. I liked. You didn't snoop. I liked. I liked the the like Christmas surprise. So did I, but it didn't stop me from trying to take a sneaky peek. Mm-hmm. I. You know that my dad made me wrap my own gifts one year. <laughs> he told me they were for his secret Santa, and I wrapped my own gifts. Uh, one that one to two years in a row. Smarter, I, not harder. I wrapped. Because I loved wrapping. Like, I love wrapping gifts. So, like, when it came to, like, my dad and my mom, like, I always would sit on the, the floor. We got Christmas movies going, and I would just wrap gifts, wrap and wrap and wrap. And my dad would just hand me the next gift, hand me the next gift. For, like, three years in a row, I was wrapping my own gifts, and I didn't even fucking know it. Until I would open it on Christmas, and I'm like, the, I thought you said this was, I lied. It was for you. How did you not again? realize? Because they were like who he was getting was like the kids that are my age. So like he was getting my oh, cousin Katie. He was okay. getting like my other cousins that are about my age or the nephews and nieces. Like he would buy stuff, but like then he'd be like, "Oh, that's for so and so." So I'm like, "Okay, whatever." Just wrap it up. I didn't think twice. I'm watching a movie. I got the dog. Like I'm, I'm happy, content, hot cocoa. We're good. Just like wrapping gifts. Fuck if I know. You tell me something. I'm not gonna think twice about it. I'm just gonna be like, "Yeah, okay, whatever. That's fine. Move along." So yeah. that's why I never thought twice until finally the third year. I was like, wrapping gifts. And I'm like, this one's for me. He's like, no, it's not. And it opened on Christmas. I was like, I told you this was for me. Like, I knew. Like, I just would know some years. 
I can't believe you didn't peek, though. I mean, mm-hmm. I give my mom a bunch of credit because we were all four of us in the house. And, like, I don't know how she hid them, but she definitely kept them away from us. But, like, my dad. Probably in the car. My dad <laughs> would um, wrap each of our presents in different wrapping paper. Mm-hmm. And only he would know. He wouldn't put, like, two, you know, Alyssa on it. It would just be he knew which one. He knew what all of them were. So then he would be wow. like, oh, you're going to open up this one. And you'd give each one of us a present. A gift, yeah. And then be like, okay, open. And, like, usually one or two of us got the big gifts. We were all like, who's the big gift? Who's <laughs> the big gift for? <laughs> Trying to peep. And, like, the clock at my dad's house used to just totally wake me up. Because it, it, ding, 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 <laughs> ding. Like that freaking chime. And I'd be up at, like, 3 or 4 a.m. I'd be like, can I open the presents yet? Can I open the presents? I'd be, like, trying to peek in my stocking. <laughs> and my dad would put them behind the couch on the treadmill so we couldn't turn around and, like, try to peek over. So I'd, like, try to recline the couch. And I'd be like, is that, is that my stocking? Is that mine? <laughs> damn it. Damn it. It doesn't look like mine. <laughs> I love gifts. Gifts, I think it's a joyful time. Yeah. I appreciate them. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing to talk about. Like, how you feel about gifts, I guess, receiving gifts. I don't mind. Sometimes I get... <laughs> go positive first. I'm going to go positive. I love receiving gifts. I love giving gifts. Like, I love seeing people open gifts, but I'm also very much like... I don't really like gifts unless it's a practical gift because I'm, I'm a very practical person. Like, if you buy me yeah. shoes, you buy me, like, stuff for my car, you buy me, like, things that I'll actually use in my daily life, then, like, or even just in a season, then, like, I think it's practical, but, like... If it's something that, like, I'm never going to use and it sits in a box for, like, three years and then I move and I find it, I'm going to throw it out because I didn't use it in three years and it's still in the same Christmas box that you gave it to me in. (laughs) (laughs) So I just am not an impractical gift person. I even hate giving, like, gifts that aren't practical, which is why, like, this year my spouse and I haven't been together that long. So I said to him, I was like, we're not doing gifts this year. I straight up laid that line. I was like, oh. for our first Christmas, I'm not doing gifts with you. I don't want to do gifts. If anything, I'd rather, like, you and I go away for a weekend. We split it 50-50. Like, I'm basically paying for you. You're basically paying for me. Or we go do an experience or something like that. And we talked last night, and we decided we're going to go do float tanks. So mm. just exchange that. Can I that. third wheel on your gift? <laughs> Um, so we like discussed like, and he was like, all right, that sounds like a good idea. And then he was like, I was like, so what are we doing for holidays? Like, what is the idea other than just gift giving? But I think around gifts, I like giving gifts and I like people opening gifts, but I'm a little more like, I don't really want gifts because I'm not a gift person. Like, that's not my love language. I'm very much like I a, was just about to say that. Yeah, it's not my love language, like, whatsoever. I am, like, quality time and acts of service. So, like, do something for me. Like, do the dishes around the house. Like, take my laundry to go get it done or do it yourself. Like, do something that helps me take back some of my time so I can spend that time with you. Or I can spend that quality time somewhere else doing something else I enjoy, like reading or something like that. Yeah. So, I um, think that's why I don't really like receiving gifts as much. I'm the same way. I mean, I don't think it's my, like, my top to love languages Mm-mm. um i do like little gifts like but throughout the year like if you pick up a candy a bar. take five because yeah. i really like take five something like that like just the thought behind it yeah more than anything and i do like gifts but i think i'm on the same line as you as i like i accrued a lot of stuff <laughs> early on so like I am trying to minimize the, the ever-living shit out of my life, and, like, I don't need more things. No. Um, so I, I know we've talked about it, but I started asking people for experiences mm-hmm. more than actual gifts. That way I don't have anything hanging around yeah. that I don't necessarily need or want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I get to go do something fun and make memories. Yeah, I think that's a big piece, too, is, like, I get to make memories with whoever, like, gifted me this experience. Because, like, I would much rather do that than have something that I use and use and use and then eventually it breaks, which is great. Like, I use that gift, but, like, I don't have 
the memory of that. Like probably after that gift broke or I'm done using it and I get rid of it, like I'm not going to have the memory of that gift like I would an experience. Yeah. And I mean, I'm still waiting for our dance class. To yeah, come back I around. know. They, <laughs> yeah. they sent me a refund because they decided that yeah. with COVID and everything. So that was I, will, like, I do owe you another gift. That was two, so. two years ago, I think. It was pre-pandemic for sure. And we were going to do a salsa class. Yeah, salsa. Yeah. In May. I was so excited. I was like, I was so excited. So excited. So we just have to find something else. I'm sure now they probably are doing classes yeah. again, but so maybe, you know, I have to get you a big gift this year. You don't think you have Listen, that's fine. I already know. I already told you I have three gifts for you that are already planned in my head. I just have to go get them. And I know exactly where I'm getting them from. So I already don't know what it was about this year. I was already like, this is for Alyssa. This is for Alyssa. This is for Alyssa. Where most years. You're more planned than I am right now. I Well, most years I'm not super planned out. Like I, I'm the last minute shopper. Like. Christmas Eve and the day before Christmas Eve, that's when I go shopping. The lot, like the last couple of years, I've actually been ahead of the game, which has been kind of nice. But like, I'm usually the like Christmas Eve, day before Christmas Eve, shopping. That's it. I'm in the store all day long, shopping for everybody, in and out of the same stores a few different times because I can't figure out a gift for somebody. And I just go with like last minute gifts, and they're never usually that good. So I've tried to make myself better about. Oh, see, I feel like when I when I run out of time and I don't know what to get somebody, I usually go with a thoughtful gift mm-hmm. versus something I'm purchasing. Because in my opinion, I don't really like gift cards because I feel like they're impersonal. Not to the person. I'm sure they'll enjoy it. But, like, I just don't want to give somebody a gift mm-hmm. card because I feel like I didn't put much thought into it. Yeah. So I'll, like, usually, like, make a card or do something handmade. Mm-hmm. And that way it doesn't... This doesn't cost me any money. It doesn't take too long. And then get it to them by Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like handmade gifts. Uh, I did a lot of years of handmade gifts because I just, like, genuinely couldn't afford buying gifts. Like, I was a college student living on a budget. So I, I did plenty. I think we've all been through that. Oh, like, yeah. the early, when we just started working mm-hmm. years. Yeah. I did so many handmade gifts. I did one where it was, like, a picture. And it was, of like, a beach scene. My aunt and uncle had just moved into, like, a new house. And I was, like, they I knew their bathroom. They were refinishing their bathroom. And I, they had talked about making it, like, a beach scene. So I made it a beach. I did, like, pastel-colored beaches. I, you know, all this stuff. And I uh, gave it to her. And she still has it to this day. And I think that was, like, five years ago, if not Aww. more. It's, like, downstairs in their basement, um, which is, like, their, like, family area, party area. And it's, like, up on top of the piano. That's so nice. Yeah. So, like, I just... I prefer handmade gifts because I think people hold on to them longer too because they're like they, they can mean look at something. yeah they can look at it and be like oh yeah so and so made me that it has like, a memory attached exactly yeah I like to do for like birthdays and stuff I mean I know I don't I'm not full creativity artist but I will like draw a card like I usually oh yeah you drew draw mine. like an anime or, <laughs> or something that the person likes mm-hmm. I remember doing like Dragon Ball Z for someone one year and like just a little something like that and then I'll you know the happy birthday or whatever it is yeah and like a lot of people they do they keep that stuff because mm-hmm. it's just like I still have yours it's in my lockbox really yeah it's in my lockbox <laughs> the one you did that was like all like scripty with my name yeah that one's in my lockbox <laughs> still have that one <laughs> See, handmade gifts are the way to go, people. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you, like, unless you truly do, like, really know someone and you know exactly what to buy them. Like, my best friend Cheyenne knows exactly what to buy me every single year. Like, she nails that shit on the head. She usually buys me alcohol of some sorts, whatever I'm in the mood for. Lately, it's been tequila because that's what I've been into. Um, and <laughs> so I, that's not your drink of choice for a lot of years. Vodka was until I got too drunk on vodka, and then I decided tequila was a lot better. It kept me even keel. I like didn't get over drunk with tequila, not too many times, just a few. Um, but then she bought me like a cocktail book that's like it's like A to Z, and it's based on spices. And then they mm. give you a so it's like it's it's called botanical cocktails i think or something like that okay it's so cool it's such a good book because it goes so like it does apples and then it tells you what alcohol apples actually makes oh and it's so it started with agave of course it was great so like it was it talks about how agave makes tequila and then it gives you a little recipe but it gives you also all the backstory of like how it came to be how it got its name like all of that stuff. It gives you, like, the Latin version, like, who made it, when it got discovered, where it's, like, region, where, like, where the region of choice is from. It's got potatoes in there. So potatoes make vodka, right? Or it was, like, 
vodka or gin, but it's vodka. I think it's vodka. Yeah. Um, so it makes vodka and it, and it talks about, like, lists out how it was made and then gives you, like, a little recipe to, like, try at the end of each one. So that's a gift that, like, I absolutely love when I'm, like, looking for a recipe and I don't know where to get it. Like, I go right in there. I'm like, all right, what do, what, what do I got? And I'm like, okay, we got these. And I'm like, okay, cool. I can try this recipe. And, like, yeah. it's really interesting. And then she also bought me, like, um, to kill a mockingbird or to kill a mocktails or something like that. It's basically to kill a mockingbird, but it's for cocktails. So. Got it. I was gonna say to kill a mockingbird is like an actual book. Yeah, so I think it's to kill to kill a, mo- a, mocktail? a mocktail. I think so. They give you like different sections, and it's the same thing. But um, you know, I've gotten cookbooks before. Like I love to cook. That's what I was gonna say. Like I love those. I one year my aunt did a handmade gift, but it was for all of the. It was for the entire family. Each family got a cookbook of everyone's favorite recipes. So she oh, had everybody yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah, she had everybody send in their favorite family recipes and then it got put into this cookbook and it's called the Huftelin cookbook of like 2010 or something or 2011 or something like that. So it's great cuz I have all the recipes that's like my uncle Ray's stuffing, I have, mm-hmm. you know, my auntie Lisa's like green bean like casserole. So I have all these recipes that were like my favorite things at the holidays all in one cute little book. It's great. I love it. Like handmade gifts, I think like you said, are so thoughtful and so much more meaningful with that memory behind it to be able to keep and have for a longer time. Yeah, and I think you can show, like, how much a person either means to you you, or, like, um, something that they, you know, you know about them that they like Mm -hmm. with a handmade gift. Absolutely. Um, I think some other ones that we said that were handmade um, was, like, baked goods. Mm. Or even, like, a coupon booklet. Yeah. I mean, baked goods... Does anyone not like baked goods? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's so many options. You got pie, brownies, cookies. Oh my god, cookies cake. are the best. Like, there's so many options, mm-hmm. and it's all made with love. Yeah, absolutely. Because you you think about it, like that person took time out of their day to like go to the grocery store and buy all those items and spend the time cooking. And most of the time, like um, one of my cousins does that. She gives cookies to everyone. So and her cookies are just divine. And she gives out, so, like, it's, like, usually a little card and then, like, a little, like, six-pack of cookies and, like, yeah, that's Merry usually, Christmas. That's my go-to for, like, work events. Oh, because absolutely. Because I don't, I mean, not that I don't know my coworkers, but to an extent, I don't know my coworkers. Yeah. So, I'm like, I don't know what you guys need. Here, have some food. Yeah. I think food is a great way to have, like, memories, too, because, like, a certain food that you make for someone can be associated with this, like, one event that happened in their life or something yeah. like that. Like, my aunt usually makes all the cakes for all of our family. I'm sorry, so I'm getting a SpongeBob reference. Oh, no. Grandma's cookies. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a SpongeBob girl. I don't. I like watched it, but I don't think I ever fully on, retained Josh. it. I'm sorry. I don't know pop culture. I'm not a pop culture girl. I'm sorry. Okay. Everyone in the free all knows. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. Um, like my aunt, she used to make cakes. She makes cakes for all the weddings. She does all of the cakes that pretty much anyone that's gotten married in my family, she's made a cake. So she makes like cute little cakes and cupcakes for like the holidays, and like it's great. It's just something she'll bring around and like doesn't have to be expensive like it just has to be thoughtful exactly and i think we get lost in the like commercial balance of it needs to be yeah this big expensive gift for sure and it doesn't it doesn't have to be like that yeah just because you buy something that's expensive doesn't mean you care more somehow yeah no absolutely not um let's see i think the other one i wrote down was coupon booklet i know this is very old school and probably like I know people think more children. But I love um, this idea. Yeah, I used to love this when I was growing up. You know, I think it was, again, a SpongeBob. <laughs> it was a SpongeBob sticker book. And in the back it had coupons that you could write out. And it'd be like, you know, here's one free hug. Here's mm. one, you know, I'm doing the, the vacuum. I'm doing the vacuuming all week or whatever. Mm. Kisses. Yeah. I know they have, like, couples coupon booklets now, too. Yeah. But you could, like, make your own. Yeah, absolutely. And just, like, whatever you guys want to do. You know, all oh, one romantic dinner. One skyline sunset. Yeah. Whatever it Something. is. Um, one think, go-karting date. Like, one thing neither one of us have done before yeah, date. Yeah, like, there's so many anybody. Ideas. Yeah, or um, I know Adventure Challenge. It's, like, a new book. Oh, yeah, have I have you seen, seen that. that? Yeah, you, could, you guys could get that for, your, like, 
each other because it's going to be a spot you can share memories and it's like basically a photo album too like you can share photos you put them in there and then you can go back and look back and like look at it all and be like oh my god this is so much fun and so you have that opportunity to share those memories over and over again so I yeah. think that's a great idea you had one more down here oh I did the mason jars oh yeah oh that's right one year I was super broke like super super broke so I went ahead and I found a recipe on Pinterest about how to make a homemade sugar soap scrub. Mm. So I made ma- massive, like not even massive, they were like 12 ounce jars of like mason jars. I filled it up with all the, the sugar soap scrub homemade mix I did. That was for all the girls. And then I like tied it up with a cute little bow and some candy and put it in a baggie. And then for the guys, I did like this like shaving cream, a little can of shaving cream, a little thing of like toothpaste and I think candy. So it was like along the same lines, like everybody got like something bathroom oriented for Christmas for me and I was like sorry guys I don't have a lot of money but I love you and they were all like oh my god these are so cute these are great like this is awesome and I was like the 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 soap is literally just like dish soap and sugar and um I used pink because I thought it'd be pretty (laughs) so Merry Christmas and that was what I gave to people one year because I just could buy that in bulk and it was like the little travel size one so it wasn't anything super expensive it was a dollar maybe and probably at the time they were 60 cents 70 cents and then just threw it all in mason jars and i bought the mason jars in a big pack on amazon and that was what i gave everybody for gifts that year because i just couldn't afford anything else so you can do really nice gifts like um there's one um it's a little more store-bought but i think it still goes along the same lines as like homemade um like the asian baskets or like food baskets that's the word i was looking for you can do food baskets so you can do like oh like kits yeah so you can do exactly thank you that's a better much better word you can do like asian snack kit you can do italian dinner kit yeah you can do like italian dinner kits you can do um root beer floats ice cream kits like i got a hot cocoa kit one year and it came with two little cups some hot cocoa mix inside marshmallows and i think candy canes and like I was like oh my god this is amazing it's great that's what I thought of. like when I think of handmade gifts or homemade gifts I think of all the little it's definitely pit from Pinterest yeah. all the little ideas of the mason jars how you can fill them up with like hot cocoa mix cake mix brownie mix um you can put all of that stuff together people do hot cocoa bombs now mm-hmm. too that you can make yourself at home um there's like a thousand things to do with the like the mason jars or even just a small little basket that you yep. can put in stuff absolutely um, I think connecting to handmade gifts i'd like to talk about like shopping local Mm. um because it is handmade Mm -hmm. to an extent it is kind of falling between that and store-bought yeah but like shopping local is a great way like i i know some um people i went to high school with they do like soap cutting Mm -hmm. now they make their own soap yeah right in line with what you're talking about i know some some people do um Headbands. I love buying mm. headbands from people, especially, like, the girls in my family. They use them all when, like, we work out. So, like, I'm like, oh, my God, that's such a good gift. Um, and there was, like, something else I was thinking of, and people, I've lost people it. People do lotions. Yeah. Um, scrubs, like you were talking about. I mean, I used to go check out, like, if you have a local craft fair or something like that. Absolutely. I, used to, I got, like, the prettiest. It was, like, a pin, almost like a brooch. Mm. Um, I also got, like, a Disney... Like, it was, like, a bell made out of oh, ribbon. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, that's so awesome. And, it, like, it didn't cost me really much at all. And they're that's all awesome. homemade, like, made with care type of thing. So I thought that was a great idea. Yeah. My mom's super crafty. So, like, this year we have some ideas yeah. as to, like, what we're doing for people. I mean, when I was a kid, my mom used to make my bows that were in my hair. Like, I have a bucket my of mom bows. Too. <laughs> I Like, I literally have, like, a bucket of bows that, like, sat in my hair. I have one that has a little leprechaun in it, one that has, like, a little... <laughs> Um, flowers in it and things like that and like they were just so like my mom loves crafting so like the 90s thing it must have been it my definitely mom, must have been the bows and then like making my birthday cake yeah yeah I think there was only like a few years but see I like coffee cake for my birthday so my mom it's my Vavos recipe okay that's why I love it and it's just mm, so good my sister-in-law this year figured out how to make it vegan so oh my god it's absolutely delicious but um can we take a short pause here yeah it's a great Great. stopping point all right we're back we took a short break and we're gonna jump right back into gifts um i think we're gonna talk about store-bought gifts and where that might be appropriate so it looks like you have some questions for us first yeah so i'll i'll ask you these questions even though i 
think I kind of sort of know some of these answers because okay. we're very similar. So um, do you make lists for Christmas like throughout the year of things you want or things that like you even see that like maybe your partner might want? Mm, I don't think I've made an actual Christmas list since the Toys R Us big book existed. Oh, my God. <laughs> I used to circle the ever-living shit out of that thing. Um, nowadays... I always have a list, as in, like, my Amazon or Pinterest wish list. Oh, okay. Um, and so you kind of do, but it's not like it's all in one place. You kind of just, like, Yeah, like, go it's like an, anyone could, you. like, access it, and I'd have a couple of things. Um, and then I also do the same for other people. So I have a to give of gift list um, so that in case I thought of, like, I was scrolling, and I was like, oh, I thought about that person, and I put it in the list in case when it does come for Christmas I can give it to them yeah I definitely do the same so like I but I have like I have like an in my notepad I have an actual Christmas list and it's Christmas list for me and it's Christmas list for everyone else so it's like as the year progresses if someone just like mentions in casual conversation something they want or like oh yeah like I didn't have this thing the other day and I'm like that (laughs) that (laughs) so that way like you know and then Usually I'm close enough. If you're on my Christmas list, we're probably close enough that I'm speaking to you on a pretty regular basis. Um, But I definitely am like, okay, well, then I just make a a note. And then I I find myself on the the Amazon part of things looking through, like, my own wish list to put on my list. And then I divvy the list to who I'm going to send to so that way I don't get duplicates of anything. Because I used to just send one whole list to, like, my whole family. Mm. And then I would get duplicates to triples of things. So now I just started divvying it up. Like, okay, this I know my dad will buy for me. This I know mom will buy. This I know, like, so-and-so will buy. So, like, I've divvied down the list I also, like, by price range. So, like, if it's somebody I, I, like, know is close to me and that I know could probably, like manage it i'd be like oh here's like this mm-hmm. but like you know if it's an acquaintance i might do something like smaller more affordable something i normally wouldn't buy for myself like i know i had my like wish list forever like a little heaty pad animal and mm-hmm. i just like wouldn't buy it for myself i was like oh, i'm not gonna spend the 20 dollars. like i don't need it right now and so like i saved that type of things for like holidays yeah. where i'm like okay that would that'd be great and it's like mm-hmm. affordable yeah Okay, so which do you prefer? I'm going to divvy this question into two questions. Which do you prefer to get homemade or store-bought gifts? Or like the, that nice middle you and I were talking about, like local gifts? I think I'm going to go local. I love homemade gifts too, so they kind of like, I feel like they're kind of close. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of all the thought that is put into it. Mm-hmm. I think store-bought gifts gifts are great, but I think sometimes it gets lost in all the hoopla of societal norms. Mm -hmm. So, what about you? I like giving more homemade gifts or a really thoughtful gift. So, like, you know, one year I think I gave my ex, like, a, a new, a little, like, controller thing. It was, like, the keypad to the controller it was, like, on sale on Black Friday, but it was a more thoughtful gift because he would always complain about how he hated, like, the fact that he had to type everything out with the one, the few fingers. And I'd be like, all right, well, like, that's an easy gift I could buy, and it just clips right in. It's really thoughtful. It's something that, like, he would never spend money on for himself, so I would do it. Just the same way that you said, like, for your Christmas lifts, it's always, like, those one or two things that are, like, only $20, but you can't justify it for yourself. It's, like, easy to give to somebody else. Um, I think those are the gifts that... I like when people send me the more smaller gifts because I know that it's definitely way personalized like what they need but won't ever find the reason to spend the money on it. So I don't I like giving more homemade or very like small and several little gifts I think too if I'm doing store bought it's like several little gifts. Yeah, I usually do more like stocking stuff or time. Yeah, yeah. Um circling back for lists for a second though. Mm-hmm. I did think of I had a website that I had saved. It's not sponsored or anything. But I always, when I get stuck finding a gift, I think it's Prezi.com. Oh, okay. Um, and they have a wide range. There's also one other website. I think if you just search, like, oh, gosh, I can't remember the name of it. It's, like, um, 
like special or different gifts mm-hmm. and they had a laundry list of gift cool. <laughs> ideas that just like anything you could possibly think of that's awesome because i definitely feel like for some people especially you know being in a new relationship this year i'm like what do I buy for, like, my spouse's, like, parents? Especially because, like, you know, their birthdays aren't around this time of the year, but, you know, I don't really know them very well. And even though we've decided, like, we're not doing gifts this year, still, like, their birthdays are going to come up. And if we're still together by then, like, their birthdays are more summery spring. I'm like, okay, that feels a little bit more appropriate to buy a gift. So, like, what do you buy someone that you barely know a gift? Like That's usually what I use it for, like, a a random, like, sister-in-law, brother-in-law, somebody I don't really know. And they have a lot of, like, I I think if there was, like, a beer bottle opener or, like, Mm. the ones that, the game with the beer bottle tops, even, like, just different little things that are so interesting. Yeah, and they're very, like, they're more a little, like, off the cuff than, like, your typical what you would expect for, like, a Christmas gift or something like that. So I definitely like that a lot. Right. So you have done spa gifts. I did. I definitely said spa gifts, but um, that's more of a personal preference because, again, it's something that, like, I'll use. Like, I will definitely use, like, a day at the spa or if you bought me something like a mani-pedi or, you know, a, a massage or something like that. Like, again, it's an experience. To me, like, spa gifts aren't necessarily, like, they can be expensive, but they're it's not about the price point. It's about the experience I'm going to get while I'm there. And, like, the outcome of that, so... I, I think a mani-pedi or something like that for your girl, like, mm-hmm. they're gonna love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of girls are, like, going to get their nails done or just get, like, their their nails cleaned up. Yeah. And, like, how can you go wrong with that and a little massage while you're there? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why, like, you know, I, I suggested, like, spa gifts and I didn't necessarily mean like super expensive spa gifts where you're paying like $130 for like a, a massage like you don't need to do that like simply just the mani-pedi is usually enough for us girls that like mm-hmm. anyone like I mean my brother went for a mani-pedi with my sister-in-law the other day because it was her birthday so they went together to go do that and he enjoyed he enjoyed getting his nails and everything cleaned up and you know the, the massage and just the experience of being able to be in that also relaxing environment I think is something that somebody could also use especially after the holidays yeah and if you're gonna do something that that is a little bit more expensive i utilize groupon a lot Mm -hmm. i get that even just for like i just got my oil changed the other day and i use that uh and i bought a groupon for that but they do a lot of different stuff depending on your area um like spa days facials i've paid for laser hair removal through them um that's where our dance classes were i've done facials archery yeah i've done rock climbing um, a lot of our friend group likes to have experiences as well, so I take them out a lot of places. Bowling, ice skating, I think, would be coming up with the winter, depending on your area. Like, there's so many different options mm-hmm. that you can buy as far as, like, that's, like, a store-bought gift. Yeah, absolutely. But it's an experience. Yeah, exactly. Then um, I definitely think it's outside the norm. It's not, like you said, it's, it's store-bought, but, like, it's also a little more thoughtful, so it feels a bit more homemade as well. Um, so I think the next set of gifts we've got here is couples. Ooh, couple gifts. Yep. Okay. (laughs) Um, I personally, I I mean, before we dive into this, which I know is in our (laughs) show notes, um, I don't think couple gifts differ that much. Like when I'm gifting a friend Mm. versus my partner, it's still the same because I'm thinking about what does that person like? What do they want? Absolutely. No, um, I agree. So I I feel like it is a little bit more like cliche with the, the couple gifts, <laughs> like what we're going to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> but I know a lot of people still like that, mm-hmm. and I, I have done it in Christmas pasts. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just dive into the... <laughs> So for couples gifts, we really kind of went along the more personal and intimate gift line of lingerie. Spicy, spicy, Uh, spicy. Yeah. Um, So do you want to take the male or do you want me to do the female? Do you want to do both? Uh, Let's just take both. But so when lingerie is a common one, Mm -hmm. um, just in general, I think immediately when people think couples, they're like, oh, how can, what can I buy my significant other? Maybe something spicy to like. Spice up your relationship. And the bedroom. Yeah. Um, so lingerie comes to mind, and my original question was, 
is there really lingerie for men? Mm-hmm. I know we it's often talk about lingerie for women. You know, you got the sexy teddies, the bodysuits, um, the, the panties, the corsets, the bodices. But I don't really hear about man lingerie. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I was in for a rude awakening when I googled <laughs> male lingerie. Yes. I I I didn't know there was so much male lingerie, and I was. I was very ill-prepared for that. But there's a lot of lingerie for men that I just, I didn't, I didn't apply it to men. I was like, no, men probably don't want to wear that. Not what I'm wearing. Not floss up their booty holes. <laughs> I don't think, a, I don't think a lot of people have experienced a guy just like walking out of the bathroom or something and bam, like some yeah. lingerie. I actually did have that happen to me once. Um, and I was not... <laughs> A fan personally, um, I like my man in like briefs or sweatpants, which um, are part of <laughs> part of the list. Um, it ended up, uh, I, I won't say what that is, but it was just not my cup of tea. Yeah. But um, options for men for lingerie to buy would be something like a suit and tie or just a tie. Mm. It's a little tie moment with Oof. some briefs. I'm down. I'm so down. <laughs> Um, satin belted robe and like shorts or pants. Um, backless briefs, which I think you got an eyeful of. (laughs) Yeah, I, that was the one I was ill prepared for. I like chaps, but shorts. Yeah. And I like jokingly was researching this and said it to my partner because he was, you know, with me while I was doing research and I was like, oh yeah, like what about like assless chaps? And then he was like. Babe, I will never wear those. And I was like, well, I wasn't thinking you. I was thinking for the topic I'm trying to research. And he was like, well, I'm just making sure it's well known. And I I'm mean, like, I don't want you in those. Like, I, I think you have to go toe-to-toe, though, because mm-hmm. you do have um, assless panties and, mm-hmm. like... Absolutely. Uh, what is that? Songs. Called? No, the, the open... Crossless panties. Oh, Crossless panties was trying... Um, so, like, I think backless briefs is a great option. I don't think I'd want crotchless briefs from <laughs> No, but I also don't want crotchless briefs for myself. Crotchless underwear for myself. They're actually really nice. Are they? Yeah, because if you don't, like, if you're on the I don't want to wear underwear train, oh. it's like nothing there. If anything, like, it's pretty much still underwear string, but it's open. Okay. So you're just, like, letting it hang out and Ooh, be that's breezy. That's probably really it's good really for, nice. It's probably really so healthy get, for your vagina You get the front well. coverage and then, like, a little bit of the back coverage. Mm-hmm. And, like, but that stuff's super comfy. Really? Okay, maybe I'll have to check those out. But Let's I, dig- I digress. Yeah. Okay, so, um, so. Um, back to lingerie options for men. Um, so we said suit and tie, satin belt robe, um, backless briefs. Matching underwear, so you could do, like, a couple's gift where you do, like, what is it, MeUndies and stuff yeah. like that, or they have cute little matching sets. Mm-hmm. I thought that was nice because it gives you a more intimate moment, but, like, it doesn't have to be sexual. Mm-hmm. Um, it just gives you the intimacy of, like, oh, we get to lounge around the house in our, like, matching underwear. Like, it's yeah. cute. Like, it doesn't have to be super um, sexual. Like, lingerie doesn't have to be what, mm-hmm. and I know I'm sure the definition is probably a sexy loungewear of some sorts, but it doesn't have to be overly sexualized either no absolutely not absolutely um you had the adam and eve recommended his and hers edible underwear i don't personally i'm not a fan i have seen it i know they have like the smarty type snap type yeah panties um and then they have yeah they have like Fruit roll it's up. Like cool. it's <laughs> it's, I was thinking um, gummy bears. That's like the yeah, the same texture. type of material, like yeah. the fruit roll up type underwear. Um, maybe you get the tattoos on your tongue, like <laughs> fruit roll ups do. No, I'm good. Thanks, so. though. <laughs> like I saw that because I like was like obviously researching this topic, and I was like, oh, Adam and Eve has got to have something for this, and it was pretty much just like boxer br- like backless briefs for for men. And then the the edible underwear. What do you and I mean, was like, you didn't talk about the penguin shorts? Oh, oh, they that's the front gift. It's a dick in a box. Ooh, <laughs> sorry, a little SNL reference there. Um, they had penguin shorts that where the beak was goes the man parts, and I was dying laughing because I just don't think that if my significant other walked out in something like that, that I would be ready to 
not laugh. Yeah, like I would be laughing hysterically. Um, I think it's a great gag gift, if anything. I but say. I mean, if you're into that sort of thing and that's something for you, that's great. But for me, I I would not. I'd be laughing so hard. I was laughing just hard looking at it in general on the screen, and it wasn't even on my person, so I couldn't even imagine. But that was one. Um, and then gray sweatpants. I think this could be any kind of sweatpants, but I think mm-hmm. as women, we're all like, ooh, little sweatpant action, mm-hmm. letting everything hang free. Yep. Uh, blue sweatpants is my favorite. Like no a baby, short. No baby shirt. blue and no shirt. Chef's kiss. That stuff is gorgeous. Absolutely. You want to take female? Sure. Um, so I had like a question more or less for our listeners is like, do males find women attractive in certain clothing other than your traditional lingerie? Um, like examples, um, I know that the guy that I'm seeing right now likes to see me in either tall boots or like white kits. He thinks that like I look the cutest in those, like I'm so attractive in X, Y, and Z. Do you have anything similar that your spouse likes to see you in? That he finds attractive outside of everything, <laughs> literally everything. I could like just be undressing for the day and be like, ooh. <laughs> um, I think that just casual like loungewear can still be cute and sexy. Um, I don't think it has to be like I'm all bound up. I, I honestly don't think men prefer the bound up look unless no. you're into like the fetish because yeah. it's more to unwrap that just gets in the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, along the lines of the not traditional lingerie, um, I know Adormi has great outfits that are just, like, to go to bed, but they're, like, lace, like, I bought a pair, and it's, like, lace shorts with, like, a front, and it's, like, a tank top, so the front is, you can't see, but the back is lace, just, like, the shorts, and the shorts are completely lace, so it's a little, like, something that is a little bit spicy, but it's still super comfortable to wear. I was gonna say, that's my, like, as I get older, that's my preferred lingerie, like, something that is actually comfortable to wear but still makes me look and feel sexual Ab- sexy absolutely sexual sexual you a sexual being <laughs> sexual beast <laughs> um, okay, continue. and then there's your typical lingerie something lace light tight small barely covering much i don't think it has to be tight and barely covering but i think lace i think i put that because when lace, i looked it up mesh um a lot of like bralettes, bras, corsets, like we said, bodices, mm-hmm. um, teddies, bodysuits. Mm-hmm. Teddies is, I believe, the little dress? No, I'm sorry, that was a baby dolls. Baby dolls, dolls, a little dress. That's uh, I have a lot of baby dolls just because I find them They're way comfy. more comfortable and I'll actually wear it to bed. Yeah, like, it's not you something do, I just won't wear ever. You could do um, thigh-high socks, like socks, um, fishnets. You could do a little bit of ribbon, something different mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, lace underwear. Um, it doesn't have to be like a full set, like bra and underwear sets. That was um, something as I was scrolling. I just saw a lot of just sexy lace underwear or just, you know, thongs. And um, I saw a lot of like almost like hip huggers or like bikini like shorts that were just like lace. And I was kind of surprised that I saw more of that coming to light since I am so used to seeing just the very small, tight, like, doesn't cover much sort of lingerie. But again, like you said, you were like, I'm looking for more comfortable things. So I think because women nowadays are looking for more comfortable things. Well, I think it's been a topic of conversation that, like, a lot of lingerie or underwear options, like, the actual piece of fabric that is supposed to cover your snatch is, like, an inch. Yeah, it doesn't cover <laughs> it's anything. It's not actually, like, what it should be to mm-hmm. cover. So a lot of people are, like, talking about it, and that mm-hmm. conversation is doing what it should do, which is yeah. improve all of the products that are being sold. Absolutely, yeah. Um, do you have anything else? No, I mean, we pretty much talked about some of these, the corsets, the baby dolls, bra and panty sets, um, and then also, like, satin robes for women. That's um, a big one I've seen that people actually, like, seem to enjoy um, that were, like, highly rated women are like, oh, my God, I wear this just because it's comfortable for me, but my man finds me very attractive or my spouse finds me really attractive in these things. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. Like, again, it's the whole comfortable but, like, still sexually appealing to your, your significant other. Yeah. I think that the other few things I can say is, like, 
a big t-shirt or a button down of yours um, for women would be mm-hmm. a good gift. Um, couple gifts would be things like lube, um, sex toys, or like handcuffs. Maybe you want to bring in like bondage ropes or something like that. Try mm-hmm. it with consenting from both parties. Yes, please. Um, but I think that I have a little asterisk note yeah, of course. of these ones. I don't think that the only gift that your partner should receive is lingerie. Absolutely not. I think it is a great... I remember one year I bought a bunch of gifts um, for my significant other, and I did have a piece of lingerie for me in there as a gift for them to unopen. But I had also bought a um, themed blanket, some stocking stuffers, um, like a, a desk light that they were looking for, like other things. Absolutely. Expecting to hand your partner a gift and be like, here you go, babe, it's for you. And it's, like, something for you slash them. them. Yeah. Um, it doesn't... Seem as personal. No. I think that's where my thing is. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I was, I was going to say some other, like, great couple gift ideas is, like, um, I know there's a website that does, like, blind dates. So, like, they just tell you what to wear. And that's Ooh. pretty much it. Um don't quote me on this. I know there's like a travel one for that, but I think there is like a couple's date idea and you can literally just like go out on a date and they just tell you like what you should wear and then somebody shows up, they pick you up, they take you to this event and you're just doing something that they totally like this, the service totally planned out for you. Um, and I think that's a great way to kind of open you both up to new experiences one, but also like get you a little outside your comfort zone. And then neither one of you really have to think about a gift to give someone. You're just going to go do this thing that neither one of you are going to know. It's going to be a total surprise and like a nice gesture to go do too. Yeah. Some other activities like, uh, I've been on a dinner train, mm-hmm. um, sunset, sunrise, breakfast or like meals. Yeah. Um, I think quality time a lot when it comes to couples is probably really important. I was gonna say experiences is a huge thing. Yeah, so that way you guys can do something together. And like a necessity, like I was really appreciative when my significant other got me a heated jacket Mm. one year because I am always a frigid person, (laughs) and like I was, I was like, I kept saying like, oh, I wish I had a heated jacket. I wish I had a heated jacket. And then I unwrapped it, and I was like, a heated jacket! So exciting! (laughs) I was so pumped. And I was just, like, so happy about that. Yeah, and I think one thing, one piece of advice is, like, listen to your spouse throughout the year about things that they say they need or they want or whatever. And the minute you hear that, like, just have a notepad in your phone already um, that's, like, a laundry list of things that's, like, running for them as they speak about things. Like, I'm really big about, like, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, man, I wish I had this right now. But, like, I won't actively go buy that thing unless I think it's something I will use repeatedly. So, like, if you just hear your spouse say it, once maybe not but if you hear them repeatedly say something like, oh man i wish i had this oh man i wish i had that i would definitely suggest writing it down and then just being like paying attention and being like hey like you know if they start getting a little antsy about buying it like don't buy it don't buy it like i know that happened one year for you your spouse um was looking for a razor and you were like no don't buy it don't buy it yet don't buy it <laughs> i had bought it so early so early <laughs> um yeah i think that's a great point i think the other thing is to remember that you are buying a gift for said person mm-hmm. and not something f- with you in mind yeah necessarily like if your guys are buying a couple gifts sure but you want to buy something that you're the person you're buying actually will want and use or need yeah absolutely it's- and it's it is part of their like aesthetic or the way that they present themselves so be mindful of that absolutely i like that i like that advice as well um, a last little thing I can think of would be uh, socks. Oh my God! Yes, socks. Uh, essentials. Yeah. Just essentials in general. Socking stuffers. Yeah, like that's the toothpaste a... and the the toothbrushes and things like that. Absolutely. All right, I think we've kind of covered a lot of the bases. So we did handmade, store bought things you can do for work, events, um, couples gifts. Are we missing anybody? No, I don't think so. And I think, too, during the holidays, if you don't have a couple, gift yourself something. Ooh, yes. Self-growth gifts. Gifts to yourself. Mm-hmm. 100%. Absolutely. Give yourself I, a gift. I always buy myself something while I'm out shopping. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, if you don't, um, 
Are you human? <laughs> Only because I have zero impulse control. So I will always buy something while I'm buying things for other people. How can you not? You're just like shopping around. You're like, ooh, oh, mm-hmm. I mean, now it's good for that person. But like for me? For what me? about me? <laughs> That's great. I'll get that for me. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, I think if you don't have the opportunity to share something with a spouse, buy something for yourself. And like, don't ever regret it. Don't ever yeah. regret it. Yeah, and I think I'd like to close this out with saying, like, I know we talked about all these gifts and how there's so many options, but it's also okay for you not to buy gifts. And not to exchange, absolutely. And that's totally fine, whether you can't afford it, you don't want to, or it's just not something that you're able to do. Yeah. That's okay. You're spending the time, and that's the most important part at the holidays. You Mm -hmm. should be spending time with people you care about. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many like gift ideas that don't cost any money like going to watch the sunset and watching a movie planning a in in date night where you just like stay in but there's like no phones involved yeah. and you play video games or you play board games or you watch a movie together that you both have picked that you want to see or something like that i think there's so many other date ideas that if you know money is tight which it usually is around the holidays that you don't have to worry about your spouse you can go dutch mm-hmm. absolutely all right, I think that wraps it up in a nice, beautiful gift bow. <laughs> follow, rate, like, and subscribe. You can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at tabletalks.podcast. And we will talk to you next week.